0: hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to tuesday talks with titus um you guys let me know in the comments below if you want me to keep on saying that i have been saying that for a long time um and if you want me to change it up a little bit let me know and before i get in today's podcast i do want to mention i just got back from a tech rehearsal or fiddler on the roof um And I may or may not have a little bit of stage makeup on my eye. I tried to clean it the best I could, but I wanted to let you know that's the only reason I have um, eyeliner. But today we're going to be talking about a little bit of a harder topic for us to swallow even as Christians. So the question that I'm going to ask you all to think about or, yeah, mostly to think about who or what is keeping you from God? Before I say more, this episode is something that all Christians need to hear, not just the messed up ones, which is all of us anyway. So whatever your answer was just now, or even if you're still thinking about it, whatever takes place, whatever is keeping you from God, that is a God in your life. That is the thing that you are choosing to worship over God. And that's harsh, but it is true. So, so it does sound bad to say that you're worshiping something else than the holy God who created you, doesn't it? Well, it does sound bad to say that you're worshiping anything else than the holy God who created you and bought you with his redeeming blood. But that's because if we have anything in place of God, it is wrong. It's not okay. And so today we're talking about one of the bigger idols in our lives, and that's ourselves. When we focus on us, it distorts our view. It changes things for us. It makes us different when we focus on ourselves rather than God. So as we get started, let's look at Matthew 23 verse 12. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. This verse is saying that when we think we are high and mighty, we'll be humbled. And that can be a really rude awakening. Like I said last, um, last episode, it's like a bucket of cold water when God says, wake up. And when we're humbled, it's going to be a pretty good bucket of water, a pretty cold one too. And so when we have humility, we'll be exalted. So that's the thing. It's like, When we exalt ourselves, we're giving ourselves the praise. We are giving ourselves what God deserves. And when we focus on God and when we give him the praise, we will be exalted ourselves, which is cool, but make sure your heart's not in it just to be exalted because then you're still trying to be high and mighty. So as some of you know, well, like I just said a minute ago, as some of you know, I was in Fiddler on the Roof. Um, this was written during Tech Week, and, um, I'm recording this on the second day of Tech Week, and so it's pretty hectic right now, but I wanted to get the recording done because this is an important message. One of the things that, one of the lines that reminded me of what I was talking about today was the line that, um, the character Hoddle says to, um, the character Perchik. um, and by the way, um uh, one of, one of my friends who's in this musical does listen to my podcast sometimes, so hello, Leon. um, but this is, her line was incredible, um, to hear, and it made me think of, it made me kind of think of this entire episode. The line is after Perchick, the character, says that I'm a good teacher, I'm, I'm a very good teacher, to Tevya, the main character's kids, um, but she says this and she says, I heard that the rabbi who must praise himself has a congregation of one. That is a great example of being humbled. You know, that's one of the things, like all, all the girls there that like, I'm in that scene. I was a model of tailor in that. Um, but, um, all the girls have to laugh at that. And what I do is I'm just, I just do a, Ooh, burn face, but not like, not like a actual, you know, I can't say, ooh, burn, because that's not in the script, but, um, I, I was just like, ooh, and then, then, (laughs) once I started thinking about it, I was like, oh, this really works for my podcast, so, the rabbi who must praise himself, is a congregation of one. He's praising him, his his self instead of praising God. So when we think of ourselves more highly than others, it makes us focus on ourselves instead of on God. And so when I've seen what it does when people mix Christianity with with idolization, with self idolization, with pride, so. I saw this post the other day, and I've seen it before, um, with this, I'm gonna do air quotes pastor, because I do not believe a pastor, um, who leads their flock into destruction and that, I do not believe that can be truly called a good teacher, so I barely believe they deserve the name pastor. What I saw was this creed being given. I believe it was a part of this Lutheran church, but I could be wrong. I looked up a couple of articles, but I'm not positive still. And it was called the Sparkle Creed, which is so, you know, I feel like that speaks for itself. But here it is, and I want to specify. Because I, I don't want somebody to walk in right now and be like, why is he reading that creed? He, he doesn't truly believe that, does he? I don't. But this is what the quote is. I believe in the non-binary God <clears throat> whose pronouns are plural. I believe in Jesus Christ, their child, who wore a fabulous tunic and had two dads and saw everyone as a sibling child of God. Yeah. So <laughs> that's something that's really strange to see. And uh, this this was only part of this blasphemous creed. I, I have every right to call it blasphemous. I know some of you might think that's harsh, but that is blasphemy to call God a non-binary God and to say that Jesus had two dads. He had a heavenly father and an earthly father. That does not mean they were two dads, nor does that mean they were married. So that's not okay. Um... You don't want to read the rest of that creed. Trust me. Just trust me. If you really want to, look up the Sparkle Creed. It exists. But what happens, this is what happens when we focus on ourselves and our political agenda or our our, our personal beliefs, and we let that mix in. We let that mix around, and then it becomes what's not true. So when we mix Christianity, it's it makes me think of mixing yogurt um just some greek yogurt uh with mustard it ruins it and it's not good it doesn't taste good nor does it look good or sound good so mixing christianity with self-idolization is a bad idea it looks b- bad it tastes bad and it will be bad so when we focus on our own political personal etc beliefs that's just gonna mess with our brain and we focus on what we think is right. We'll often focus on what we personally believe instead of looking at what the Bible says, which we should be doing as Christians in the first place. It's, you know, it's, it's like spraying your eyes with something that'll leave you blind. It's like spraying your eyes with, um, chlorine. Let's say chlorine Or bleach spraying your eyes with bleach will leave you blind if you do not get medical care immediately and it's gonna sound harsh but it's stupid to spray bleach in your eye and I believe most of you would agree that that's stupid to spray bleach into your eye and not immediately get a medical attention I mean spraying it there in the first place is stupid but Not going to the hospital to get your eyes fixed is even more stupid. And so what happens is it leaves you blind. That is exactly what it's like when we are focusing on idols and our personal beliefs instead of focusing on what God says. It blinds us. It makes us not want to look at the Bible. It makes us want to focus on our own beliefs. And it does not work. It does not look right. It leaves us blind. And... It leaves us blind to things that are right in front of us. The things that God has given to us. So we live in a generation that tells us to do what makes us happy. I mean, like, listen, I live in a generation where there is a month celebrating pride. That, to me, that's not okay. I mean, I, I can't think that... Taking what God specifically tells us not to be prideful, and making it a whole month. And I know some people are like, "Well, that's actually gay pride, oh pride, LGBTQIA plus pride." But no, it's having pride about that. It's not just like I have pride in my country. That's not the same thing with the LGBTQIA plus. So Disney, Disney tells us to do what makes us happy. It tells us to follow our hearts, and we'll great. Remember, I did do an episode on that, follow your heart. But listen, I have a problem with hearing, do what your heart leads you to do. Because your heart's stupid. Like I said, and follow, follow your heart. Your heart is going to lead you this way, and then it'll lead you that way. And it'll just leave you lost. So plenty of the things that we do that follow, we follow our heart for It'll, it'll give us temporary pleasure, but you know, let, let me make this statement. What will give you lasting joy, joy is so much better than pleasure, may I add. What will give you lasting joy is giving up on the idea that we are number one and gi- keeping our hearts and minds focused on Christ. I mean, he's done enough for us that we should be focused on him and not anything else. Um, as we move on, we're going to go to Romans 1, 21 through 23. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God, nor g- gave thanks to him. But their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for the images made to look like mortal human beings and birds and animals and reptiles. Even now, people are <laughs> people are worshiping sticks. People can be worshiping sticks. And you know what's worse, in my opinion? Worshiping yourself. So. We as humans gravitate toward things that meet our worldly desires slash sinful desires, which is why we tend to turn away from God. And the thing we forget about sin is that sin promises a moment of pleasure. It, it will give you a moment moment of pleasure, That's but that's only temporary. And you will feel sad after that. So... Let me put it in this this um, saying that I've heard all over. I looked it up on Google and I could not find who originally said it. Uh, many people have claimed to. So we're just going to say that it is a pretty long, long-going saying. But the saying goes, Sin will take you farther than you want to go, keep you longer than you want to stay, and cost you more than you want to pay. Ain't that the truth? I mean, beware of... <laughs> beware of that. I mean, listen, sin will always promise something. And then once it lives up to that, it's got you, it's got you, you're stuck. And so the, the part of the statement that I really want to change personally, some people might disagree. with. I want to change the, the part that is sin will cost you more than you want. I want to change it to sin will cost you more than you can pay. We can't pay for it, which is why we get the death penalty to hell. So we're headed for hell. And so I'm talking about eternal death, which just the Bible describes as not only eternal separation from God, which in itself, that would be awful to not have God at all. Like, even if you're not a Christian, the, the God is still moving in your life. You just don't see it. And so when we go down to hell, God's gone. He's no longer there. He's not with you. You're eternally separated from him. And to make it even worse, hell is a place of literal torment. The Bible describes it as lakes of fire and gnashing of teeth and many, many other things that are terrible. There is going to be a punishment for all those sins and that punishment is more than you can pay so it's hell. But guess what? Instead of having us, uh, instead of us having to pay for the crimes we are guilty of, Jesus died in our place and defeated death. Idolatry, in any sense, tells you that there is a better way, an easier way, a more fun way. But idolatry kills us. It makes us blind even though we see. So I I forget where I was reading it. There was a verse I was reading that said all that I'm about to say. But listen, it makes us blind, even though we see. It makes us paralyzed, yet we can move. It makes us deaf, even though we can hear. It makes us lifeless, even if we are alive. It kills us, but we're still alive. We can still wake up, to what's right in front of us all we have to do is put those idols aside most of the idols we worship are for our pleasure have you ever heard of the death scroll i've heard of it a lot of times and i'm guilty of it personally it's where you get stuck watching real shorts or tiktoks and you don't know what's going on around you you're just you're just in a eternal like scroll of just scrolling 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 and then you realize it's midnight when you started scrolling at 10 a.m. Not saying that that was a personal experience, but it could be. For some of you, it has been. That death scroll is a good... It, I like that being called a death scroll because it really is. You're just lifeless to this idol, your phone. You're You're lifeless to it. And so let me just ask you this. When was the last time you were that focused on God that you didn't even care about what was going on around you, that you were reading the word and you were with God? Listen, I'm talking to myself too. I haven't had that moment in a long time and I should. I wish I need to try. We all need to try a little harder to make God the priority instead of TikTok, instead of reels, instead of shorts. There they're easy to get sucked into, and I've watched many of them, but the better thing is to focus on God more than that. That would be incredible, and you know how much, how good that would be for your spiritual health. I have heard studies that scrolling on TikTok, shorts, reels, that can affect your actual brain. It can, it can cause depression, anxiety. It can cause those things just by... Being on your phone all day. But with God, you'll flourish. You'll become better. You'll understand the world a little bit better. So, I want to challenge you and I to get in a life scroll, quote unquote. I'm not talking about scrolling on your phone unless you're getting on the Bible app. In which case, there's a life scroll for you. So, get on a life scroll with God. Keep reading the word. I... I'm going to, I'm about to do my quiet time right after this when I go to bed. Maybe if I'm not feeling tired, I should just turn over and find a couple of verses I need to read. Maybe you do too. So I challenge you to do that. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. And so, um, I also want to thank you guys so much for all the follows I've been getting on Facebook and Instagram and all that. If you can, Please subscribe to YouTube. Please subscribe to um, whatever you haven't yet. If you you could, it really helps me. Leave a review. That also very much helps me. And um, if you would like to read the blog version of that, that's www.tuesdaytalkswithtitus.com. So um, just be ready. Our next episode will come out pretty soon here. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Goodbye.